for me to introduce someone to something that's so prioritized and important to me in my life that means everything to me that if I'm bringing you around that it says a lot you know so it's like a really sentimental valued aspect of my life where I don't believe everyone has the privilege to see this is the thing I think about a lot right I'm like I'm deciding to marry you and you're deciding to marry me for what it seems as though the whole point of the partnership is not even being considered anymore. But I think the value of actually taking your time and really, really trusting your instinct is important. And take the time to see people in social outings. Take the time to see how they are and how, what they think of their teammates, their boss, how they talk about their their superiors, how they talk about their parents. The problem is, is like sometimes it's, it's hard to pick those up in the beginning. Yeah. You start to learn it later. And then once you're in, once you're in the pool and you're swimming and you're in love, then it turns on your brain of like, okay, this can pretend I can fix this person. And that's like a problem with all types of love, right? Yeah. Because you're looking at the 10% of good and there's 90% of bad. Yeah. And then because you love this person and what that could be, you're going to stay. And that's the scariest part. You can meet someone today and they could be completely different tomorrow. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. What's up, family? Man, it's been a long, thankful day. We just wrapped up Thanksgiving with the family. It was nice. It was nice to see everybody catch up. Um, yeah, I had a great time. Yeah. I lost my voice. Yeah, you did. And it's a very interesting um, time because we run a podcast and without a voice, you can't really podcast it. You, you can't really I'm... podcast it. <laughs> so it's like, but yeah, I had a great time. I ate a lot of food. Do you like Thanksgiving food? Because I'm not really a fan. I like us. I'm a side dish person, not a turkey. Although, shout out to my sister for making me a halal turkey. Do you remember the mac and cheese Hadron made? That? Yeah, oh my god, I, so mac and cheese is my favorite. Mac and cheese is fire. I'm this not year lie. was the first year I had no contribution to anything. I just showed up. It's a very interesting thing knowing that Thanksgiving was built on uh, a very colonialism, colonialism, mm -hmm. and the slaughter of indigenous people, and it brings us all together, and we sit around our families and. And yeah. we're just like happy go lucky. It also is like, and now you know how you don't celebrate Christmas. My family celebrates Christmas. We put a tree up. I'm starting to understand the 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 where Christmas. And again, I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. One of my favorite holidays next to Halloween. Again, another very weird pagan holiday. Very creepy, right? But it's crazy when you peel back the layers and knowing a lot of our traditions and shit are just built on very interesting dynamics i'm just like what are we celebrating but at the end of the day when you look in front of all of your closest people and you guys for once all throughout the entire year because we're all so engulfed in our own lives and stuff and you see your aunts your uncles people that wouldn't be in the same room every single weekend or every single day it made me happy it made me happy seeing like the little kids talking and, and talking sports and playing video games, seeing the parents talking and just getting around the table and just sharing like a night, you know, that we don't really get to share anymore. Not when often. We were kids, like we used to do that all the time. It's also so uh, interesting to see how different it feels now at a different age. When growing up, it felt 
so much more um, just, I don't know, vibrant in a sense where now it just feels more of like a, conversations are different, interactions are different in all great positive ways, but it's like maturity levels are different. And then you see gener- new generations, which is so awesome to see. But, um, you know, it's so interesting when you said the holiday thing, because obviously America has its version of its holidays where Thanksgiving isn't celebrated in a lot of other countries, but a lot of other countries also don't for the most part celebrate holidays or if they do they have their own specific holidays so when you when you think of like a holiday it's like you think it's like something worldwide you know it's like something that i like valentine's all these things and they're actually just creations depending on the environment you know the circumstances the traditions of the place and time and um how like india has its own version of its holidays and like you know like england has its it's just it's so i remember when i was working um uh and I was working global when we would have like Thanksgiving off and I would talk to my um, UK team and they'd be like, oh, like we don't have that holiday. Like, and I always used to freak out like you don't, you know, it's like yeah. interesting because it's not like a mandatory thing. You know, it's just people make up their, it's wild. Yeah. And it's like, I, I do think about like Christmas in specific too, because it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And like we as people bring a tree <laughs> into our homes like I, I get it, I guess, where you put the ornaments up and it's so nice and stuff. But like, where did that? What is the background of just bringing a tree inside your house? And Christmas is also like a religious holiday, right? Because then, yeah. like, and that's another thing where holidays are driven through religion. Like, as Muslims, we celebrate Eid, which mm-hmm. is beautiful, and then like you know they have Hanukkah and there's yeah, all that exactly. stuff. Exactly, mm-hmm. but like it's also it's be- again I celebrate Christmas. I don't know if I'm supposed to as a Muslim, but like. <laughs> It's it's also just like we were never we, allowed to have a tree in the house. And I never understood. I never asked why. I just was like, oh, we don't celebrate it. Yeah, and it's like a lot of us like blindly follow traditions where we don't even know what the point of it is. Like again, I know it's a religious holiday. Like Christmas is, I think, where Christ was born. I believe. Uh, yeah, rebirth. Right? Or, but I think we could also make our own traditions. Oh, of course. Which could be a version of that, which yeah. is fine. Because yeah. I know our, you know, it's just dependent on your idea of it because like I don't celebrate Christmas but we'll get like we'll do Secret Santa with my friends and stuff like my dad was a very religious man and ironic because we couldn't have a Christmas tree but he would put Christmas lights on the house yeah and it well, was like lights thing, at the end of the day that right? makes total sense <laughs> but he'd keep them on through like the year <laughs> yeah. the next year you don't want to take it off e- wait for Eid be memorable yeah. <laughs> to finally be, take them down it'd be like April with Christmas yeah, lights yeah I mean it's vibey as hell like you can make your own traditions yeah. which is really cool yeah no I you know? agree but like, yeah, I guess like the Christmas time and like holiday time, it just uh, gives you a reason to to be together and just be thankful for your people. And I like seeing like how different people are, bro, different haircuts, styles, like life changes. Like I saw like Nila Fad and Ariana and they have all their little kids around and stuff. And I'm like, bro, I remember just joking as a kid with them, you mm-hmm. know, just growing up. And now they have like little families and like it's insane to see the change. Right. And mashallah, mashallah, like we're, we're growing. And I just thought about it. I'm like, you know, you always think about like, OK, you're young, right? We're, we're getting older and stuff. It's like these little guys are going to be the future of our family. Like, you know what I think about yeah. in those settings? It's so funny. Yeah. I think about if I ever have like a husband or even date someone, which I wouldn't bring anyone around that I'm dating until potentially like engaged or married. Right. Just my my personal choice. But um, I imagine what they would be like in that environment with my family. And that's a big thing when I think yeah. about the partner I want to be with. They're um, just compatibility with my family. What the reality is, not everybody's family is going to be aligned to, you know, a newcomer or like a, someone from a different background. But it is an important thing for me to have someone because our family growing up, like 
like when you think of me, I'm just like fully family. I am driven by family, right? It's the most important part. (laughs) What in the fast and the furious are you talking about? (laughs) Family. I get it. I get it. I don't get it. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Go on. Go on, dude. My point is, um, I lost my point. What was I talking about? about Yeah, so I'm like, they have to be compatible with your family. Um, just like someone who would mesh well, because that's important to me. And I, and thankfully everyone in our family does vibe out, you know, like when you have people who marry into it, but it's an important piece. It's like, do you ever think about that? Like how, or like how you would be to their family? Big time, big time. I think that's like the most important thing to me because of how much, again, like I'm Vin Diesel with you, like all about family. Like I, I definitely want my significant other to naturally be in tune with my family where it's not forced. You know, because, like, if I see something that's forced, it's like, you probably don't want to be here. You don't vibe out. And it's like, I'm worried because you're not vibing out. And now there's a state of anxiety where I have to, like, make sure you're okay. Because, like, and I've understood that and I've gone through that in the past and stuff where it's just, like, never, I don't know. It just never felt natural. And I've seen it, like, with other people that have brought other people. And it's so interesting that you said, like, I wouldn't bring someone who I'm dating because like remember when we talked about it and you you were we had a podcast about it and you were like it's so interesting to see like you know it's a very normal for the guys in our family to bring like a girl that we're dating or something to a Tahoe trip when we're not married and stuff like that but that's the weird part about it because like sometimes you know relationships fall apart and you might be on the third or fourth girl or something and it's like hey welcome to the like yeah. welcome to the Tahoe trip and it's like the fifth Tahoe trip and it's like a different girl like I don't want that to be a situation where it has to be like the person and I hope that that person is amazing enough to be able to mesh with some someone as amazing as like my family members are because mm-hmm. I definitely do that's again, exactly my thought process. you know what I mean it's like, like because our family thankfully thank God and, and our friends are so wonderful I want someone that can experience that too and I think of it from a standpoint of like oh like what if someone's like not politi- politically aligned with like their beliefs and they like you have conflict within I mean, the family I we had a Thanksgiving brawl one, one year <laughs> so it's like that was honestly if great. they saw them, <laughs> imagine your significant other Bro. meeting you probably for the first time dude i would twack out that was wild that was a wild and that's that was thing. at your house but, oh, yeah, my god. oh my god so the thing is is like even in those moments if it's someone that like really gets loves it. you and gets it yeah it's like you know remember there was that old movie my big fat greek wedding right yeah. and i don't even remember it but i remember their their family was just wild and like the crazy dynamic and like we come from like a traditional like Afghan It's ethnic. like what you think you see. <laughs> I swear, like just so discombobulated in the best way. In the best way. In the best way where everyone means well, even if they are launching like a gray goose bottle across the, the living room to <laughs> someone else and the glass is shattering and it's just like a little hazardous because there's children. Yeah. They mean well. They mean well. You know, but I think for me too, I would love to be with someone where I never have to feel uncomfortable, even if something like that is happening, yeah, to your too. point. I don't have to like, I'm so sorry that happened. Like someone would be like, dude, what the fuck? Like be weirded out with me in a sense where like we're both on the same page and I have friends that I have that and dynamic with and I believe you can have that with a significant other Um, but on the Tahoe piece I think that's also interesting I grew up in a um, within my personal family dynamic a very conservative household where you know like obviously all girls it was hard like I didn't have my phone first phone until I was like out of high school type and so I don't even want to say strict. I don't think that it was like I've seen more strict than that. But for the most part, I've never been able to just bring someone home, let you know, a guy. 
Um, so I think even if those weren't my circumstances, I probably still wouldn't. Just because me personally as a person, I it takes a lot, again, going back to the family piece, for me to introduce someone to something that's so prioritized and important to me in my life that means everything to me that if I'm bringing you around that it says a lot you know so it's like a really sentimental valued aspect of my life where I don't believe everyone has the privilege to see and um to, to that um extent of like you know personable and like to see the gray goose bottle being like not you know it's like it's very personal so that's why I think even if it hadn't been under a conservative standpoint I still probably won't bring anyone around until I feel confident that this is the person my family is worth meeting yeah and I think mm -hmm. that's important it's like a, a point of like a privilege to like yeah. meet some of the closest people that I love so much right yeah and I, I feel that too a lot even with friends and stuff like that and you and I have talked about that having the privilege of bringing someone you know and being open to my family and just like letting them you know kind of exist in this and it's not in a weird way where it's like my family's so great but it kind of to us it, you know they mean so much to us so I feel that and it's like I'm at the point in my life where I genuinely want to experience the best with my significant other and I'm hoping that even when in the worst of situations I don't have to feel out of place or I don't have to feel like going wrong and now I'm being either judged or I am more anxious than I should be yeah. right because like you will have like no matter what whether it be friend groups significant others like no one will exactly grow up even if you're in the same you know demographic or culture kind of they will everybody's different yeah. right their household is different the way they grew up is different like all of habits. that habits like family dynamic all of that's so different like you can have a person that comes from the same background as you but their family background is completely different and they jump into your family and it's like whoa i don't want to feel that whoa yeah i want to feel like no matter what yeah, I think you, you said that perfectly. Uh, you don't want to be uh, like embarrassed and uncomfortable. And like in those case scenarios where you have family drama, right, where only you get it, the last thing you want to do is like have to apologize for it to somebody else and explain yourself. Like you want someone, which people who eventually align and kind of get together and like understand each other that that naturally comes but like the last thing you want, and unless it's like someone you're bringing around for the first time and you're just like sorry about that but like ideally like I want someone to feel and know the environment like I do vice versa if I'm around them and their family you know like I would want to understand it so that this my significant other wouldn't have to spend time worrying about how I'm feeling because I'm just like I get it dude it's fine like not a big deal but that's or, the vetting process like you said it's you don't know what it's going to be like and yeah. to your point you can have very uh a lot of things in common and similarities around upbringing but for the most part no matter what it is so different and it's different when you're in different environments and it's so important that you said even if it's out you were like even if it's outside the conservative view that i have it's like i have to know that i'm really tied in yeah in order for me to just like accept it because it comes with the territory so yeah. if you're letting someone you know come into your life in all aspects then you better be prepared for what it comes with but again like a lot of us me being one of those people or in the past like you're so excited to share this experience with your significant other right like this is the person you really like and especially like in the honeymoon stage or you're dating someone it's very normal for you to be like hey let's go to dinner with my family or let's go here let's go here i want to share this memory with you but you need to be really certain that this is the person that you want to kind of open these areas of your life to, right? Because yeah. it can be potentially 
the best or it could be potentially really bad. That's right? why lately more than ever, I'm paying so much more attention to character and I'm, I'm, you know, signaling like habits, um, mannerisms, and um, just like quality in terms of communication styles, how they treat strangers, um, how they are with friends, like how they are, their dynamic with their parents. Like character is a big thing. And I am big on, um, like for me, for example, I choose to more than ever lately. It's like if there's conflict or an interest or road range or something, I'm going to be that person now just again for my own sanity to kind of rise above it go around it not get involved and like I would hope that and when I look for character I look for those same similarities because I'm like I don't want to have to change what I believe in because of your habits and I'm not asking people to change habits but it's like it's who you are at the end of the day you know like if someone is a problematic arrogant person that's always going to look for conflict or like if the waiter messes up your order and you're that person to like send it back and then also ask for the manager and then not want to pay and like cause problems that's just not who I am and it's like again it has to do with your character if that's what works for you but like I want to protect my peace in all aspects and I with understanding that you're not going to find the perfect person but a little bit of you know balance is necessary right like I would want my significant other to be a respectful man if someone makes you uncomfortable like around my family and that's an elderly person I don't like and you want to start that drama and conflict and talk back that's not going to be okay with me and so I I look for these things now it's wild right it's it, wild it's crazy 100% but the thing the weird part of about love it's like such an intoxicating thing right where like you always are looking at the potential of what someone can be at first they show you the best aspects of them like it's always going to be gravy everything's are going to be cool they're going to when they're driving you know someone might cut them off and they're not going to say anything right but as time progresses their character starts to show and like the problem is is like sometimes it's it's hard to pick those up in the beginning yeah. you start to learn it later and then once you're in once you're in the pool and you're swimming and you're in love then it turns on your brain of like okay this can pretend i can fix this person and that's like a problem with all types of love, right? Yeah. Because you're looking at the 10% of good and there's 90% of bad. Yeah. And then because you love this person and what that could be, you're going to stay. So it's like, it's so important to not just jump into things so fast. You just took the words out of my mouth and I was going to say there's a reason why growing up I was always told to just take your time. There's no rush behind it. And it's so not saying that you got married too young or anything, but like, I now understand growing up what like my parents meant when they're like look for character look for a decent person a good person and I saw that in my parents like I saw behaviors and my father in which like his sister-in-laws would treat him and how he handled it and that's important to me I want someone that can handle things respectfully politely and rise above it and now of course growing up you're like you don't think about those things you don't like assess a person and it's like how would you handle conflict right like that's the last thing you're asking on a first date but it's like to me more than ever lately maybe it's just the environment and generations and like the the climate of life that we're in now but more than lately now I'm looking for just characteristics because I don't want to put my in situations that don't even have to do with me but are going to be a reflection of me and not be able to you know because then I'm like it's going to sit with me and I have to handle it and I don't want to do that and it doesn't have to be with my family or friends it could even be on with strangers I think it's so important to th and we don't think this way to your point when you're blind when you find someone who checks all the boxes and you see this idea of someone and I've been there 
But I think the value of actually taking your time and really, really trusting your instinct is important. And take the time to see people in social outings. Take the time to see how they are and how, what they think of their teammates, their boss, how they talk about their their superiors, how they talk about their parents. Like I've talked to people who had a horrible upbringing with parents and you know maybe they're not aware of it but I see the behaviors and I've talked to people who have had grew up grown up in a very very happy not even happy but just like a healthy two-parent household where you know respect was there and you and sadly not saying that it was anyone's fault that you didn't have that in your home growing up but it's like you know we get of age where we're able to define our own character and it's like what kind of character do you want to be you know and it it's true and we were having this conversation my sister and I in the car driving here on like you know, just generational trauma and how much we are in control of how we can create our lives now at this age. And a lot of that has to do with who we let in our lives too. And it's that you're like, you hit it right on the head. And it's also like, it's so easy for you to make the right decisions in the best environments, right? When things are smooth, bruh, things are easy to make, they take the high road, right? But what happens when something goes left? What happens when tragedy strikes? What's their character then? Right now, this is easy, right? If, like, it's, it's smooth sailing, you can make the best decisions. Things are chill. You're not in a state of angst or anxiety. But if all, if the world goes, to, what's your character then? What's your character and how you go about life if tragedy strikes? Toba, you know? Mm -hmm. Are you going to become a hateful and spiteful person with the world? Are you going to change who you are because of that? And that's the scary part because at any moment, Something can happen and think people can change, bro. And that's the scariest part. You can meet someone today and they could be completely different tomorrow. Yeah. And changing is okay too, right? Changing happens. We've that's all changed. Normal. Yeah. You're supposed to. Habits change. Um, opinions change. I've contradicted myself 20,000 times on this podcast because maybe a year ago I believed something different than what I believe now. Like that's normal. But I think value again and who you are as a person character your principal foundation principal foundations kind of like your philosophy behind uh just upbringing and life and like uh just morals i think for the most part is something that i believe is instilled in you do you think opposites attract mojo you think opposites attract mojo's in the cup by the way guys you think opposites attract of course you think opposites I've, attract? I've attracted to a lot of opposites, and let me. But tell do you, you think it works? Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But do you think it works? Um, compatibility is a big thing. That's what I mean. Compatibility. I I don't. I think that it can be, uh, maintained, but I think long term will all be an issue. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you, you one hundred percent that you can attract and like come together. Oh, we can attract in different ways all the time. But over time, it's like my dad would tell me all this time when it comes to like picking a partner in the past, right? He's like, just make sure you guys are aligned on a lot of the things you enjoy, you like. If you like watching football, you want to go watch football games, you know, she, she doesn't have to love it, but she should be down. But she, she should be down to like be in the environment of just like, okay, he's watching football. Like, I'm just going to be paid. I'm just going like, to vibe. I'm and like, vibe. like, and you should, like, if she just wants to get her nails done, like, yeah. and ask you to go with I'll her. I'll go get a pedicure. It's like, just, and that's like, yeah. not, right? It's yeah. like, there has to be an understanding of compromise, healthy compromise. compromise. Yeah. That's the thing a lot of people lack, though. Like, it's a compromise is often like, you know, it's a, a, a staple of relationships where, like, you know, you should compromise. But unfortunately, bro, a lot of people don't like compromising. It's like a, not a normal thing to do. I think that has to do with control. 
control. I don't even know that. I, people will compromise. You'll be surprised. If mm -hmm. they if it's something they need and they got to put forth the effort, like for their job or something, they'll compromise. They'll mm -hmm. compromise their um, man management styles, things like that, because they probably don't want to risk losing their jobs. But if it comes to a control aspect where it's in relationships, most nine out of ten the case because someone wants to feel like the alpha or like feel like they want to lay the ground compromise doesn't always exist you know or especially with kids too because then it's like your child but it's their child it's our ch children you know and it's like it gets tough but the thing is is like you don't have to be exactly the same to your point it's like you can also be different but it's like you you should be able to balance each other out there should never be a power struggle in relationships and i think it has and like to just... now it's getting to there bro it's so... starting to get Bro, this is what I was thinking about earlier, and I kind of wanted to talk about that topic, but and we can get into this too on a deeper scale, but it's just consideration. I A lot of people lack consideration these days. I'm not seeing a lot of people um, just do things just because, in a sense, we're like, okay, you love this person that much, you'll do it for them. Like, you'll do it for them. You'll sit down and hang out on a Sunday and watch football and make snacks and just enjoy the presence of your person. Even if I literally sat in the garage tonight and I don't even know what I was watching. And I literally thought I was like, I saw you, you know, dialed in. I was but like, I was like, you? I'm just environing the environment. And that's not it's, it was with all my uncles and cousins. But I was like, people will just appreciate, again, perspective. It is not about the fact that your man is watching football. It's about the fact that, like. I get to spend time with my man while he does something he loves and he wants me to be a part of it even though I don't give a about football let me just hang out with him and then tomorrow we can decide what I want to do and this can, consider yeah. their their likes and interests consideration is huge yeah and it's like that's what I I don't understand about like marriages and and stuff like that in partnerships and stuff because now with social media and stuff I know we always talk about social media and I again I we use social media. This platform is a form of social media, right? But it's like, I've never understood the act of getting married is more important. Like the wedding and the celebration and stuff is more important than the ability to form a partnership that's healthy and amazing and great and where you don't lack consideration and you're not lacking that form. If you're like, look, and this is the thing I think about a lot, right? I'm like, I'm deciding to marry you. And you're deciding to marry me for what? Mm -hmm. Like wow. you're supposed to be like, we're like, yo, I got you for life. I'm going to consider your feelings for life. You're my person that I chose to consider no matter what I got you. Right. But then you have friction and you have chaos in relationships where there is no consideration. There is no leniency when it comes to you know, doing what your significant other wants because it's what they enjoy. Or it seems as though the whole point of the partnership is not even being considered anymore. And I'll say What's this. What's the point? I'll say this. Um, as a woman, and a many women may not agree, but I think a lot of women in today's day and age get married for the simple um, just reason of getting married and having a husband versus the actual idea of what it means to now have a husband and have this person be a part of your life yes i'm not gonna lie i've thought about my marriage my wedding my ring my all the the fun celebrations but i then get back to the okay rest of your life part and then like through the sickness and health part through the anger through the up highs through the down low so the marrying the guy who makes all the money but can lose it tomorrow you have to think about the rest of your life and that's why again I've spent so many years like, oh, I want to get married. All these people check. It's like, no, bro, you need to consider the partnership. Again, the philosophy behind what it means to be in a marriage versus and men too. 
And women will argue that it's on the other end. But, like, I think a lot of women will get married just because of the husband aspect. I have a husband. I have at a wedding. Like, it's like. I have Eve, ring, Yeah, I it's have... like, bro, but you now have a husband. Exactly. You have a husband. The whole point of you the have thing. a husband. You have a you have a child. Same with parenting. That's why it's like you have to want it. You have to be ready for it. And it's like again, I'm at this age. I need to have kids. Like I got. I okay. I get it. Right. But it doesn't work. Like it's not just like. But then I you have wanna, a kid. Yeah. But you, then, you, then you, what happens? You're at this age. You need kids. But are you ready to be a mom? No, seriously, Dad. Because I think this way. And it's like sure. Perfect picture. Get married, have kids, play the role. But it's like, are you ready for that role, essentially? Are you ready for the rest of the life part? I don't believe in divorce. Do you believe in divorce? I don't believe in divorce. That's why I, and it happens, and I think it's some most cases necessary. I don't want to be divorced. And I, you know, and I grew up in that environment where, like, it's it's not going to happen. It shouldn't happen. There's always a way to figure it out. And I think in a healthy partnership, when you know you're tied down for life with this person, you'll always find ways to compromise, consider, and make it work because you know this is the rest of your life. But here's the thing, though, right? I, I sat here and I said, like, I don't agree with it, right? But this, that uh, idea that you have and that I have also means that there's two people willing to make that picture uh, worth, you know, making, you know, trying to make it work, right? Sometimes you might have that mindset like, I don't believe in in breaking up. I don't believe in just walking away. I believe we can fix it, but you can have a stubborn mm -hmm. significant other True. that doesn't think this way, that is this way, and then what do you do? Do you just suffer in silence? No, no, no. I'm saying I, I'm I get saying what divorce saying. is necessary. I just don't I wouldn't want that. Me neither. Me neither. And I'm sure everyone No, I know there's I mean But I, it's like you what if you're in you know, the problem is you're dealing with people that again back to the philosophy of it, mm -hmm. they they're marrying that. for the wrong reasons or like the same of men, saying they're married the sake of saying they're married or a guy just wants a trophy wife yeah right? yeah That's same with men pretty and yeah well are you like, ready to be a husband are you ready to provide yeah. for this person are yeah. you through thick and thin through her bad days through her when she ages and she's not as beautiful anymore and there's all of these other sure. beautiful women mm -hmm. on the streets that want you because you're rich or you're whatever you're driving this car are you ready for that? And that's a question that I had to ask myself a long time ago too. And as a man and maturing, bro, it's like, am I mature enough to even date? That's the thing, right? I've come to a position or to understand like, it's also very selfish of you to date when you're not ready. Yeah. If you're not financially capable of like marrying this girl, right? And that was a thing that, like, for me, I always prolonged, like, bless you. Thank you. I prolonged my engagement and stuff at the time, right? Because I didn't feel like I was financially ready for it, right? Then why did I get into a relationship and made this, like, essentially this promise for that future if I wasn't ready, right? Yeah, and I so it's like, I don't want to lack, lack, like, I don't want to not give myself the love that I want, you know, because like everyone should yeah. love and get into relationships, but also it's a very selfish thing to have children when you're not ready to have children. Get married to someone if you know that you're not gonna be loyal to that person. Yeah. Like, it's a very weird, twisted thing. Maybe it's just Western. To really, your defense too, like you know? I think, well that's just the one way you look at it. Mm -hmm. A lot of men will be ready for the commitment, will be able to provide and get married with whatever measures that is and not be financially ready because they just know they wanna get that that 
dynamic and they love that person and that's fine too right I think for you that's just one way you look at it and I think it is important and I think that it's admirable that you're aware of it now and like you're like I know I want to be a better man so I can give for my wife and provide for my wife right um, and also it's this gray area because it's also not your fault that you have a relationship where you're happy and you love this person and you do see the future it's just you just can't get there yet because you also are in this area of like you don't want to lose a relationship but you can't get to that moment and that's where it's like well if the opposite end of it is ready for that but you can't get there yet where do you stand it's hard and then that's where it's like okay consideration you know compromise are you both willing to get to a place where you're both ready for it it's hard it's so hard and that's why it just goes back to time and like giving it the space to really see if that's and I think in a weird way happens for a reason so other areas can come out where you can see things for how they are too eye-opening experiences to maybe reevaluate but also in a sense like for me I think I've always thought about a delusional mindset of yeah like I'll be married have kids and now my nights are spent like okay like okay this is what I do all day I'm gonna be able to come home cook dinner you know like um draw you know like uh get up in the morning next to someone and like okay good morning like I'm so independent right now that it's like I have to get ready for that and 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 it's important to think that way are you ready for it like it is it's something that it, it your life will change and it could be a beautiful thing and we see it happen every day and there are beautiful beautiful relationships we see our friends and family getting married and i see the shift in their life and it's a great thing but it's something that you have to ask yourself if you're ready for 100 percent. and there's two ways of also thinking about it being open is the number one thing that you should be um you know in life you have to be open to new surroundings new people and welcoming that energy because again manifestation you're manifesting that things that you're open to right like you can't manifest something that you're just like this because of you know you're scorned by this idea of it but also knowing that life like the way i thought about it right and where, where i just said it, i was like okay like i want to be capable as a man before I go and date, right? It's this methodical planning that we're all stuck in. Like things have to be at 30, I have to get married. By 32, I have to have kids. By this, by this. Life doesn't work like that, right? You got to be open to it. And life kind of yeah. just happens. That pressure is on men too. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Like just because you're also now, you know, turning 30, you're a man. You want to mm-hmm. understand what the next 10 years of your life look like. I know a lot of that um, pressure is always... Uh, trending towards the woman because she's 30 and she needs to have kids but it's like there's pressure on men too and i watched the andrew tate you know uh interview and um the philosophy behind his whole motive and like with pierce morgan and like about women and like you know the men have to provide the men have to provide and all these things and so i get where men are trying to be heard too i do where they're like okay i have to and if anything more pressure like you got to get start the foundation build the home you know the woman makes a home but the man got to build the home and it's like it is hard and you have to ask yourself if you're ready and dating too because it's like you want to get out there and see what's out there and again be open to what's to come because anything can change in a month and a year but it's also like I think you have to do the work it's a mental thing to to allow that into you okay if you're dating what are you what are you looking for what are you looking for you know I get it and I I think with men there is a lot of pressure it's like a mountain that feels like that's on your shoulders because again like you have to at one point provide for your family and be that man that your kids look up to your wife feels protected you you know like you can't just be a boy and making boy decisions at one point you have to grow up there there was a lot of things that I had to let go of in life because I'm like at one point this is not going to serve me in the way that I I need to progress in life right like I can't just do what I got to do play video games all night or you know that's not going to help me in my job that's not going to help me in life right and that pressure 
sometimes breaks people. But right now, like for me, as I'm like 29 years old, like going into my 30s and stuff, it's like that pressure is forcing me to become that man that I want to be one day. And then I have to be, you know, in society today because, like, again, when it comes to, like, where we live in America and shit, it's like dog-eat-dog with men especially, right? Even with girls. Like, it's the prettiest, the best, the best-looking, the best personalities. They're the ones that, you know, you have to – whatever it is, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's whatever, like, the best of the best is what people want, right? But then – are we looking in the right areas, right? Because you could be the best of the best for someone, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, for me, although the pressure is making me be the man that I want to be, right? I also know that I'm letting life kind of, my journey, it's, I'm not feeling bad about my journey anymore, right? um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think love is enough? Like, is love enough to like risk it all? Like give up all of? No, like, I don't know. Like, for example, let's say you're like dating someone and you, you're not in love with them, but they check all the boxes and would make an amazing partner. Mm-hmm. Or you love someone so much that they lack everything else, but the love is so strong that it's like you you sacrifice for any reason and be with this person no matter what. Like, is love enough? It's so interesting you say that because this is a thing that I've thought about. I saw a video about it or something like loosely related. Here's the thing. I don't think it's enough. I don't think if you're sacrificing things and they check all these boxes, but you're not truly happy, you can't be the best version of yourself. And if you're not the best version of yourself, and this is not serving you, can't be the best man for that girl or in general. You're just not going to be the great greatest version of yourself. If, if there's someone that truly, truly brings out the best in you, mm-hmm. you give up everything for that, right? It doesn't matter what's on the table, right? Because it's like that person brings out the best version of Adis, the best version of Nila, the best version of Mojo, like that is going to put me in the best position in life, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, because like this life is very short, right? It's like a, it, like I, I saw this post also not to divert away from this. It's like, what do you want to be remembered by? Because in like a hundred years, like, can you name your great, great grandpa? No. You can't, <laughs> right? Or your great, great, great grandma no, or whatever, yeah. right? They become memories. They become like, a picture, right, of like, mm-hmm. you know, your mom might remember them, right, their their grandma, right, but we can't, right? It's like, who am I going to be with or what am I going to involve myself with, right, that makes me the best version of myself because at the end of the day, in 100 years, I'm going to be forgotten. Yeah. My kids, kids, kids are not even going to know me, right? Oh, well, yeah. You know, so it's like, it's not enough to me. Well, they can just go on the Dima podcast. That's what I'm saying. They'll know you. They'll know. They'll know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, finding that is way more important to me than... Just being crazy in love and, like, la-la land. la-la land, checking the boxes and, like... I think it also depends on your definition of happy because you mentioned, like, does this person make me happy? That's definite on what you define happiness. Like, am I the best version of me? Best version, yes, and that won't always be love. Like, if someone is a good person and they bring out the good in you, you may not be in love with that person. But, like, for example, you know, I, I tend to lean towards a specific demographic of men that, you know, are a little bit more um, religious. And, and that sometimes kind of counters my choice of living and lifestyle. But then I'm like, why wouldn't I want someone who will bring me closer to my faith and, like, not in obviously a controlling, manipulating, narcissistic way, but someone who 
shows me the good and uh, value of just how much more faith can mean to me. And in those cases, I character also, um, you know, versus like this, the romanticized version of what I imagine marriage to be is like la la land can't live without each other. I can't breathe without you. I'm obsessed with you. My best friend, of course, that all sounds nice. But when it hits the fan, it's like in terms of a partner, you need someone to balance your life and, and also push for your life with you, to raise children with you. And sometimes that means it's not always a person you're in love with. And that's tough, right? Because when I started dating, I was looking for love. I was, like, looking for love. I was, like, I want that senseless, like, I can't breathe without you, like, best friend, Indian Bollywood movie type that they show. The, growing up, that's all I watched, so that's what I know, right? Like, we start singing a song in the middle of grass the grass somewhere and it's like so i want that love i want that love you know out of a waterfall it's like just... <laughs> we're like at the, you know out in the middle of nowhere yeah. in some mountains where it's like i can't breathe without you but it's like dude yeah that's beautiful if you have that and you that's a perfect person but it's not always the case and it's like ideally what i want is a partnership that um the respect and foundation is there where you can both exist together in a world where you now share um and and is still affectionate and like, um, you know, attentive and still special. And things are not ever going to be perfect. No. Right? Like, I know it's so crazy that uh, we're deep in talk. This is like one of our best ones. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> like, even with like my cousin Matt, right? And Zeri, I love the love that they have because I noticed that Matt, before, you know, getting into a relationship with Zeri, he was the best guy still, right? The best guy that I even to this day right character wise whatever development character development but the sacrifices they made willingly together it's beautiful it's amazing to see beautiful. right because it's like although at that time Matt was you know this other person that liked these other things and was going out and doing these things like he willingly sacrificed those things that he once enjoyed because this person made him the best version of himself right mm -hmm. and I was in seeing that I'm just like that's what it probably means. They, they're not perfect. Because dude, I'm he sure. was thinking about the rest of his life. And he's also considering the person he's with. Mm -hmm. It's like, do he, does he want to take on that responsibility and like make her miserable? Mm -hmm. Or like, do they want to again now come together where they share this one world and like have a foundation that works for the both of them? And that won't always be rainbows and like love letters Hell and no. Indian songs. Yeah. It won't, yeah. you know, it's going to, you're going to, yeah, I mean, we love a good Bollywood <laughs> song, but it's, it's, it's a lot more than that. It is and it's yeah. a real like commitment mm -hmm. again and you can't push the issue and force it it can't mm -hmm. be like a let me ask you another question if it feels forced mm. is that an automatic tell-all that like probably not it anything forced should be a red flag but I, it, it doesn't mean it's the end well, yeah exactly what if like yeah it, you're forcing the best, no, but I it's think, just, there's always friction. Well, have you ever had a forced conversation with someone and it just sucks? It like sucks. someone that you just don't enjoy that and it's like you yeah. have to force it? It's not a good feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you want something that comes natural and organically. And especially in a partnership, you want something that feels healthy. Like natural chemistry? How, yeah. And we're not always going to have chemistry, bro. We're going to lie. It's in different areas and different aspects, yes. But I think um, forceful decision making is, is uh, it's critical. I think that it can long term really affect something because you'll build resentment you'll you'll do something for the sake of doing it for that other person and then it's not what you want maybe but here you are in a situation you didn't want to do and to begin with and how does that make you feel so I don't think that it is something that can ruin the relationship I just think that it's something that should be flagged um, because nothing that comes easy should feel forced 
And like a lot of people, you hear the word like settling, right? Like Yeah, uh, settling too. Settling I think is... about that because as much as I, sorry to cut you no, off, no, I was no. like, I mentioned like, you know, you're looking for a partner. At the same time, you don't want to settle. Yeah, yeah. And like how do you know you're not settling, right? Because everybody is like on this, uh, the next best thing, right? Right. Like it's like there's better out there. Like the grass is greener. Right. Like if you're in a situation where things aren't just fine and dandy all the time. Right. Like it's not amazing every single day. Mm-hmm. Like and then you have the, the feel like, am I settling for something that like, do I deserve more? Is there better out there? And that's a scary feeling, too, yeah. because like then you're kind of abandoning something that potentially could be good because you think there's better out there, but there really isn't. The grass isn't greener. And when you get over the fence, you're just like, bro, that need to be watered up a little bit, brother. I think I might've made the wrong decision. You could have walked away from something beautiful or something that potentially could be beautiful. But then when you think of potential, the thing is that potential will always be there. I think the potential will always be there. So you can be with the person or not. And then mid relationship also still have those thoughts. So it's like, it's inevitable to avoid the what ifs. So you just have to challenge yourself into understanding that what you're feeling is for a reason. So that's why you're there. But again, if it's forced and it's still trying to tell you something, but I think that this idea of what if there's better, what if the other job is better, we're always, and if you think about it, for the rest of our lives, always going to have that thought process with anything, whether it's your partner, whether it's your child, whether it's their school, whether it's your job. So the what if factor is just a factor. And I you think that doesn't really eliminate it. Exist. And that's, that's the problem with dating today is the uh, the, the options. What about the other options? What if, what if there's a better option? It's like, so we're actually like dismissing potential opportunity. Yeah, there's more potential over there. But what if there's potential right in front of you? Because you're looking again, yeah. we're staring at screens that are mm. potentials all day long. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh, that's potentially could be a better house than what I live now, or that's yeah. potentially a better car, or that's a poten- a better girl, or what a better guy, yeah. like whatever. And you're constantly looking at these things. Again, with the highlight reels of social media, it can confuse you times a million. That's why I don't even think it was confusing back in the '80s. You had a pager. I could potentially reach you in an even, hour, even, possibly. Even 20 years ago, I think 15 yeah. years ago, dating or finding someone to spend the rest of your life with is nothing compared to what it is today. And I talk to all my, even today in Thanksgiving, all my older cousins who are married, have been married, have kids now. And I try to explain to them how difficult it is to kind of find that amazing partner now. And they're like, I get it. I feel bad for your generation. I do. Because again, options, the what ifs, um, compatibility, because of people think they like something and they don't even know what it is, but they see it. It's like everyone, just, no one knows what they want. So, okay, right? Let me play a devil's advocate. Okay, you're, you you know that the grass isn't greener, right? We, we both came to terms like you can't be thinking about that, right? But you're also in a situation that's not the best, right? And you're thinking about the potential of what this could be, and that's not coming into fruition. So then where do you go? Yeah. You're I- just kind of, you can't go on the other side and just be like, all right, there's better on the other side and then you also can't stay in a situation that's not getting better anytime soon i think that so now it's just like both of this no i think you (laughs) have to do some self-work then yeah some self-work i think it has a lot to do with something is triggering down below that's signaling you to always think of the worst or best case scenario on the opposite of what you're currently in and that has a lot to do with yourself also you're you're with a partner Mm -hmm. that you can be checking all the boxes at self like with yourself Mm -hmm. right but that partner is just not meshing. Yeah, and then again, you have to. And revisit. then you're like, okay, but if, what if? Well, that's gra- why I'm saying now yeah, you have to I reassess think- character. Mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm. to do with the person. Yeah, yeah. It has to do with the person. If you're feeling forced conversations, forced decision making, if you're 
constantly asking yourself about someone's habits and character and values, then I think you have to reassess the whole situation with a lot of self-work self work as well. Like, is it is it this person or am I overthinking it too? Is it, is it a me thing? Is it a them thing? You got to make a list. Yeah. You, you got you to put in the work. It's insane. And, and don't about. rush. If you feel this way, don't rush. You have to be sure, you know? Yeah. You have to be sure. And it's fine to be unsure, but just don't make decisions based off of that. I agree, Niels. Mm. It's a very interesting. I had this conversation for an hour tonight. Yeah. Watching football with one of my cousins. Really? We talked about this exact same thing. And it's crazy how this organically came up. Yeah. Very I interesting think we're all stuff. adulting. Oh, we are. Damn, dude, we're old. <laughs> is this 30? This is 30. These are Thanksgiving conversations now. They are. Wow, I'm so thankful. Where can they find us? <laughs> <laughs> YouTube.com slash Zajima podcast, TDP. We out. We out.